0: Hello and welcome to the keen on things podcast. I'm your host Sam Rothstein. Kidding. That's Sam Rothstein from Aces High, the movie casino. Um, There aren't enough blueberries in this muffin. I'd love to do that show though. Aces High, get some uh, Vegas following. Uh, Thanks for joining me. Hope you're having a good 2021. It seems like America's off to a really good start. Um... Yeah, there are a few of you, right? There's some listeners out there. I appreciate you giving me a, a half hour a week or a half hour every other week or whatever it is. Uh, before we start, let's do an ad. Huh? Let's get right into it with an ad for people who may be starting a business in this really welcoming time, starting a life, starting a career. Do it. There's no wrong time, right? Need a loan? Can't get it? There are other ways to get financed. iFinancial Group can take care of your commercial equipment financing needs with a one page application guys you can be pre-approved same day let todd at i group todd bodell that is earn your business 949-510-1590 or email t bodell that's t bodell the letter t uh at i financial group.com um Todd it gives you a personal touch on a very in a very impersonal business that's my little touch on it a personal touch on an in, uh, impersonal business because you get into these new business affairs and uh very unsettling but when you have somebody to walk you through it and somebody you can trust and just is on the other end of that phone you can call or email anytime and he'll be right there uh even after the ink is dry you know he's not uh, flying by night he's not an oil salesman and out the dough he's there for the long haul with you um it's so gross how much in society people pass us along after they've gotten our business and we can't get them back on the phone you know these these companies these websites now sometimes forget phone numbers now you can't get an email to get in touch with them and then you have to scroll 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 small 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 print it says contact and then you go through a whole um process there interactions become minimal. I saw it a little when I was in shipping for a year and a half after co- out of college in the in the shipping business and in the uh, sales offices, just uh, how people got rolled right to customer service or whatever. Um, oh, you want proper treatment? Yeah, that's going to cost you a little more. Not with iFinancial and Todd Bodell. The guy will help you stay on top of this stuff, get on a payment plan that works for you, uh, and then get paid off as revenue comes in and you can pay that off. Uh, start that business. Get busy living get, or get busy dying. I saw Kid Rock just put a bunch of money down on some for some small business owners. What a great move. I love that. Small business owners are definitely getting washed away in this pandemic and in general. Um, so good job on Kid Rock's part. Hell yeah, small business. Personal touch, right? Not some fake industrial park with no flavor in uh, chains everywhere homegrown salty the earth business people everywhere no corporate stuff man right these little regions of the country you go to um fredericksburg texas man just personal touch um where else uh Round Top, texas i'm just gonna list places from texas uh places like that all over the country those stick out for some reason to me um don't worry about banks they'll screw you anyway they're in the business they're in the screw you business it wasn't the white man that takes everything it's the banks okay it's a great line in uh, hell or high water where the native american uh, marshal or texas ranger he's a native american texas ranger and he's telling jeff bridges on the porch uh, across the street from where they think a bank is about to get robbed he's like yeah it's those banks man they you know years years ago in europe white culture broke down white culture broke down white culture and then they just hopped the ocean and they broke down native american culture it wasn't against native americans anything necessarily uh it was stuff the white people had been doing to each other in europe for centuries um so they you know were familiar with the game uh not that racism wasn't a part uh okay you know how about that for an ad that's i ifin- <laughs> they're gonna pull the ad probably pretty soon uh Okay, great to be here. Where are we here? I'm, I'm still in Arizona. Who knows, who knows how long? I'm, I'm here in Chandler. I'm in witness protection. Uh, God, was that a four-minute ad? Um, doing my thing. Weather is great. Weather is great in Arizona this time of year. A lot of uh, parents and kids with their traveling teams, whether it's hockey or baseball, hockey's bigger <laughs> uh they come here this time of year especially can't blame them right basketball volleyball all that stuff i might be seeing mckeon i might be seeing megan morris pretty soon might be seeing sean and lee devlin my own sister katie and we'll see what happens uh la numbers are absurd right now with the pandemic so it's good to not be there uh orange county seems okay i don't know maybe they're covering it up uh but LA's a little more crowded i guess a little more poverty i don't know um I do think Gavin Newsom needs to handle L.A. And, and San Francisco as emergency emergency situations if they're not already, but also and then not worry about the rest of the state and let them handle it regionally on their own, do their own thing and uh, really sink your teeth into these other two cities. But what do I know? Right. One opinion of three hundred thirty million. Um Yeah, so I'm out of LA right now. I don't want to be doing shows or drive. There are no shows, really. Um, I don't want to be driving Uber there and exposing myself to that. Uh, So we'll see. Okay, a lot to go over, really. A lot to go over. I did an open mic last night in Tempe. Um, Social distanced, all that. Uh, The Tempe Improv. It was great, man. It was great. I'm sitting there watching. I think two women started for the very first time. Um... One girl, I think, is still in college, but both great. Two girls started one uh, as a dancer, trying to make her life through comedy, came up hard, and then uh, the other one, I think, is a student there at at Tempe's Arizona State School, but uh, uh, both did great. You know, I applaud that. I applaud that, especially now comedy is competing with events like last Wednesday at the Capitol Building. I mean, (laughs) like, good luck, comedy. Good luck outdoing what's happening for reals. Um. But uh, it was good. You know, I'm sitting there thinking, and, you know, some acts were good, some acts were bad. But, you know, I've been doing this two decades, and I still can't do an hour of solid material. Eh, I'm being hard on myself. But, you know, watching those people, it's so easy to punch down. And I have seen comics make fun of, like, open mics and open micers. And, yeah, there is some of that. But you really have to, uh, you know, if you're going to go work the crowd, do your material. And don't worry about other comics that have been doing a lot less. Don't make that a thing you know because it's an easy inclination to uh to just go god look at how terrible some of these people are well guess what i'm terrible after 20 years so they're all caught up with me okay uh big week we lost a giant we lost a behemoth a behemoth a behemoth we lost tommy lasorda manager of the los angeles dodgers um a fantastic man a fantastic italian man he was never shy about uh Speaking to his Italianness, um, I have to quote Josh Weiner, who's a friend of mine. He's a writer, uh, comedic writer. He writes drama, drama too. He's a really good writer. Uh, he's from Detroit. He just lost his mother, unfortunately. Rest in peace. Um, and uh, he's a sports fan, entertainment guy, smart, really good writer, good friend. And he had to quote of Tommy Lasorda that I just I had to quote him on this. He, we were texting back and forth. Tommy Lasorda presided over one of the most popular global entertainment brands, the Los Angeles Dodgers. He presided over one of the most, global inter- popular, most popular global entertainment brands with the avuncular charm of a lifer high school coach. Isn't that great? Like the avuncular charm, like kind of that paternal instinct, loving avuncular uh, doting uncle, uh, all that. It, he kind of made it small. He made it manageable. You thought it was a small town with Tommy Lasorda in L.A. Like, you couldn't, you couldn't take him down. Um, and it is a bummer. It's the same week that Sandra um, Scully passed roughly uh, about five days before she left. And that's, that's crazy that that happened in the same week. So tough tough week for Vin Scully. But great legacies all around. Great legacies. He died the week of National Spaghetti Day. Tommy Lasorda did. Now that's Italian. I put that on TikTok. It got removed. So I put it back up in a different kind of uh, way. And uh, it didn't get taken down. It, I'm sure it will at some point. But Jesus, can we, be, can we not be so sensitive? You know, let's, let's stop the wars. Maybe stop that slaughter before we worry about National Spaghetti Day being associated with Tommy Lasorda. Um, so fantastic so funny you know my brother dennis worked for the dodgers for years and used to see him there and i don't know what he did a lot of those guys from the 81 team were roaming around you know garvey uh the penguin ron say and i don't know what they did i guess it's good for morale you know it's good for um you know public relations to have them god ron say and and Steve Garvey got to have the most similar bodies of any first base, third base combination in history. No first baseman and third baseman on the same team ever had such similar bodies. I wonder if they wife swapped. Um, but that's a good, like, that's a good thing to look at. Look at history of baseball and see if any first baseman, third baseman bodies were as similar. Ron said the mustache Steve Garvey didn't, but, uh, And then one went to the Padres, one went to the Cubs. I think they played each other. Did they play against each other in 84 in the NLCS? After winning together in 81, losing together three times in the 70s? That group lost three World Series in the 70s, Tommy Lasorda. And then they came back in 81. And in 81, I think they had – who did they get through? I don't know. Oh, they got through the Expos in six, thanks to Rick Monday's home run. And uh, I think the A's were going at it with the Yankees in 81. And – there's LaSorda in the news or, you know, in interviews going, I want the Yankees. I want them bad. He lost to them in 77 and 78, and here we are uh, three years later, and he wanted them bad. He's like, I want the Yankees. Isn't that that's great? Because so many people would be like, I don't want the Yankees. Just knock them off. But he wanted it. He wanted that heat. Just like Cameron, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He's like, no, no, I'll take the rap. I want the heat. We're going to have a little talk when my dad gets home. Um so Dennis Dennis has a little story. He went back after a year. He, he worked for the Dodgers for years in ticketing, and he went back to visit while he was in town one day. And I guess Lasorda was in the office that day, and Lasorda saw him and walks up to him, and he's like, "You know, we used to have a guy who looks just like you, and that that worked here. And I'll tell you what: if for some reason that guy were to go to the end of the hall and crawl back down here, crawl back down here on his knees and beg for his job back, maybe." I would give it to him. Maybe I would give it to him and my brother just laughed. He's like, "No, no, I'm good cuz he went and got married, had kids and left the Dodgers, broke my heart, but he's happy. Um, two great daughters." Anyway, my brother's laughing. I'm like, "Dennis, you have a Lasorda story to yourself? Are you kidding me? A Tommy Lasorda story? And and who Lasorda is just like giving jobs? I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure that... <laughs> I don't know the power that he wielded there. Uh, he could probably get Dennis' job back or a job there. But uh, it's just funny that that was just the assumption. Maybe I'll get... Not not we'll give you your job back here at the Dodgers. Uh, we have no idea what kind of employee you are. More like, maybe I'll give you your job back. Um, fantastic man. The Bavacqua, if you can YouTube him uh, yelling about Kurt Bavacqua. And he's questioned after a game about Bavacqua, I think. And they... And they talk about pitching around him or intentionally walking him and he just goes off on a on a on a on a binge of just a a tirade of swearing and talking trash about Kurt Bavacqua and just saying things you know Uh, if I if I were pitching in the game and I know and I knew Kurt Bavacqua was was gonna be batting I'd send a limousine to pick up the cocksucker to make sure that motherfucker made the game on time um, because I wanted him there for sure just fantastic uh, Kurt Bavacqua then in 84 hits the home run in game two against the Tigers and blows a kiss to his wife as he uh, approaches the plate coming around third. Um, it was, And he did a spin, I think, I remember. I remember it, it was the only freaking World Series game the Padres have ever won because uh, they got swept in 99 to the Yankees or 2000. 99, I think. 98? 99? 98, maybe. Maybe 98. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think it was 98. But it was just amazing. It, uh, the Kirk of Aqua, he, he got them game two, and it looked like it was going to be a series, but the, the Tigers closed that out in five games, took that back to Detroit and took them down. But uh, I think Kirk of Aqua hit another home run uh, later in the series. Anyway, rest in peace to Tommy Lasorda. Great man. You know, I worked at the Jimmy Kimmel Show for years, and Jimmy and Adam Carolla would put on the San Gennaro Fest, which was fantastic, back there in the parking lot, um, right, right by Hollywood High School. Kinda There's those parking lots there. Um Right. Hawthorne is the street, but it's behind Hollywood Boulevard. But those were so fun. Saint Gen- all this Italian food is it just like a festival from the Godfather movies. You know, every type of Italian food that you don't even get at restaurants out here so much. Uh, not even all the ex-gangsters from Witness Protection in the Arizona area. Uh, you know, they can't be serving that food. They got to work at other restaurants. Um, anyway, the San Gennaro Fest was fun. Tommy Lasorda would come. um uh Who else? Tony Barbieri's father would come and sing. I think there's pictures with him in Lasorda. I think there were buddies. And Lasorda would, um, he'd always give the same story about once he started Mike Socia at catcher. Mike Socia was the manager. He won the uh, World Series with the Dodgers at Ketcher, and and he was the manager of the Angels. He won as a coach in 2002, or as a manager for the Angels then. And he used to say, like, the reason he started Socia wasn't because Socia was Italian. It was because I'm Italian any that was his closing joke story every time every time and it got a huge laugh and uh it was a good time so rest in peace time in the sorta uh what a legacy you know he didn't he reminds me of bill parcells a lot he just doesn't you know it's not necessarily what uh i, I don't know a little rough around the edges but like a, like a john madden where the big things get handled the big things get handled um you know he's not uh, they're not babies and uh they're not running for office for sure but uh even though they'd win um but you know there was loyalty there there was enough wisdom there um the little things didn't get them down and uh just beautiful an on-camera presence just phenomenal uh just great characters so um god i love that quote by josh presided over one of the most popular global entertainment brands with the avuncular charm of a lifer high school coach great job josh um so that's it man rest in peace to tommy i can't believe my brother worked with him got to know him a little bit fantastic and uh you know you'll be missed man dodger blue just uh just fantastic you know, I remember in game in 85 when Jack Clark hit that home run in the NLCS and put the Cardinals past the Dodgers. As that game was getting close in the end, I think Lasorda went to the clubhouse. He couldn't watch. <laughs> I don't think he he could handle what was coming. And then it was so nice in 88 that they that they got a, a World Series with Oral Hershiser and Kirk Gibson. Kirk Gibson, I can't tell you what Kirk Gibson did, man. I mean, being a Tiger and a Dodger and winning World Series with both while we were in those regions, just thank you, Kirk Gibson. Uh, so rest in peace, Tommy. Um, what a week. Wow. What a, what a past week. I didn't think Georgia would get both Senate seats, but wow. Wow. Agent Orange upset a lot of people, I guess. He sent that many people to the polls to vote against the two Republican candidates. Uh, then Wednesday, the attempted sack of the Capitol building. What a joke which for some reason our nation's capital wasn't able to be protected against despite the Pentagon's $10 zillion budget. So that's nice That's weird and scary and nice. Last Wednesday's storming of the Capitol building is such a disgrace. Uh, it's so embarrassing. It's as if every villain from every 80s teen high school movie got together for a reunion to celebrate their dipshittery uh, and thinking they weren't the villain. I know it's been said over and over, but if those people would have been black, there'd be 20 to anywhere from 20 to hundred casualties. Yeah, it would have been ugly. Uh, so there's a lot of comments, uh, on that. There's a lot of great jokes about how, why would security and police stop them when they all go to the same meetings? You know, the same people, uh, defending the Capitol building were the same people, uh, I'll tell you, if you're still standing with Agent Orange after this, get some therapy. Like, it's beyond insulting. I mean, you heard the Georgia Republican election official, Gabriel Sterling. He brought some sanity to everything, thank God. I got uh, that sent to me by a couple different people, my buddy Chris New York and Henry in L.A. And um, Or they referred me to it or whatever. But, I mean, if you're still standing with Agent Orange, like if you're a Republican official or senator or House of Representatives, You've got to denounce this. Any of them not denouncing this needs to be documented and handled accordingly. If I were running against any of them in the future, I would hold them to it. Back in 2021, you didn't denounce the attack on the Pentagon. What up with that? It's atrocious. I would ask, what, what possible justification do you have? Except that I, I would ask, but I, I'm so sick of it. I don't want to hear the lie. Like it's too embarrassing. Automatic red check mark, man. Red flag. You're done. I think agent orange should be impeached again immediately uh this doesn't happen under anyone's else's watch all right no other president clearly not putting the country first just making an ass out of him out of our country like come on when does it end we were told in the beginning like it will eventually get so bernie sanders is saying like eventually this will be so bad like right now it's haha it's cute For the first year maybe two i don't know and then uh and then yeah and then this so not going to the inauguration is good news for everyone so in his vanity he's actually given good news all right the idea that civilians could run amok in the capitol building is so shameful and embarrassing uh, that they could force themselves into our capitol building and then to watch fox news try to explain around it is like disgusting and despicable you know spoiled orange county kids Uh, who don't go to jail for stuff other kids would have to go to jail for that's what it reminded me of that's what it reminded me of you know um they should have been shot man you're coming into the capitol building you treasonous scumbags grow up america it's one thing to have voted for him the first time it's an entirely different story voting for him a second time supporting him or justifying any of this capital ransacking where are you, Mitt Romney? Where are you, Dan, Cren- Dan Crenshaw? All right, people attacked your capital. Where are you? So thank you, Gabriel Sterling, some sanity. You, you got my vote if you ever want it, Gabriel Sterling. He's a Republican, and he was like, look, Trump has the right. If he doesn't like the results, he has the right to file a lawsuit to see if the numbers were correct, which he didn't get any headway on. So it's over, all right? After the Capitol building storming, I can't imagine. I mean, if you still support this guy, you're complicit and get therapy. It's a mental illness. It's one thing to be Agent Orange, but do not support this, right? Who's more foolish? The fool or the fool who follows? Ben Kenobi said that. Uh, I was thinking Trump might run again in 2024. Not now. I mean, that's over. I can't, I can't imagine uh, that happens now. I thought, he, I thought he might and in four years could get some momentum and run as an independent. He sure has enough money. Uh, He'll physically look even more awful than he does now, but he may run as an indie. but uh, he'll still have that following that he could give a shit less for, and he'll keep touring. Um, But I don't think now he stands a chance, and I don't know if now he's even interested. I mean, this is so despicable, and I'm not saying this is an anti-Republican stance or pro-Hillary or pro-Bernie or pro-Biden, pro-Democrat. I'm just saying this is absurd. You know it. You know it. If you don't know it, don't don't admit that because you'll look even dumber. So thank you, Agent Orange, for making it even clear how horrible you and your followers are. I would say hopefully you've done enough now to to even the brainless who are still following you can realize it. But if not, they'll never know then. If they don't know at this point, it's never going to happen. It doesn't even matter because the majority doesn't want you back. You can now go take your WWF approach to life, tour, rile up your dipshit following for the rest of your life, sell your garbage merch to people who you don't even like and can't afford it, um, and if you supported this person, you're on the wrong side of history, disengage immediately. Uh, and I'll tell you what, after last Wednesday, how the fuck is stand-up comedy supposed to compete? You know, God, the key is just ride with it. Don't try to fight it. Right. Um, so yeah, that's some, uh, that's some Trump stuff. We're 22 minutes in. Um, okay. That brings me to the book I'm reading this week called the passion economy. If you get a chance, that's a great book. Uh, if you're trying to start your own business or whatever that can go with uh, iFinancial financial group, uh, it's a great book moving. It's all about moving laterally pivoting, not only in the pandemic, but just with social media with the idea. Cause when I got out of college, man, there were jobs. You could get jobs. And I was talking to my friend Maria last week and you know, she's 32 and she's like, uh, yeah, there, there were no jobs when I got out of college. So that age group had to learn to Fender itself, use your tools to work for you, apps, social media, stuff like that. Put your efforts in the wrong place is what I've done a lot of times. Um, but this book, man, The Passion Economy, it's a fantastic book. Uh, about halfway through it now. And uh, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Okay. Um, so yeah, Spaghetti Day was last week. I had a funny thing. What was that? Um. Oh, Spaghetti Day, yeah. Too Much Linguini was a line from a Dirty Harry movie. Dirty Harry's partner says it in the third one, I think. It's one of the terrorist organization, and he has to get info from the Black Panthers with Cagney and Lacey or something. The Enforcer, yeah. It ends on Alcatraz, which is ironic because Eastwood is in an escape from Alcatraz. It'd be interesting if his characters ran into each other like back to the future. Anyway, what am I talking about? The first two Dirty Harrys are the best. Too much linguini, that's where his Italian buddy dies. I think in the third one, I don't think they're partners in the other ones, but in the in the third one for some reason, producers were like, this is a good one to kill him in. But he can't climb the fence. Dirty Harry climbs the fence. He's like, "Come on, we got to climb the fence to look at this." trucking company to see what they're shipping illegally and he's like harry i can't too much linguine he holds his belly it's so funny that that happened the same week as lasorda um yeah so i didn't know if they were gonna if they knew they were making a fourth installment why'd they kill that guy he was a lovable character italian san francisco's got a lot of italianness to it um there was a fourth one called Sudden Impact. I saw it in theaters, which is crazy when you put together your real past with a past you observed as a historical perspective, you know, because I saw Sudden Impact in theaters in like 81 or 82. I think 82, maybe 83. But um, And then the old ones I saw on VHS or whatever, um, or disc, laser disc or whatever, like it was history. Um, but it's always interesting when your actual past can, like overlaps with one that you looked at later on in life like oh that's where i came in real time that's where i came in my life came into history um all right what else so yeah that's a quick uh thing god i fought, i went off on agent orange but god that was so despicable like this whole capital thing we look like idiots it looks like children like white people are renting the nation for a day you know but they're all going to jail now there's a great uh, compilation now with uh the marty scorsese movie goodfellas with the music at the end the eric Clapton music at the end where they're all getting arrested and more is going to happen this week and it's going to be disgraceful um so i went to see my special needs brother danny last week it's tough because he's in covid protocol and he had it and still has symptoms or he's still testing positive rather so i couldn't go in and hug him i want to hug him so bad you know but he looks happy we brought him some presents and he opened them and uh it's hard I'm only spending 30 seconds on my COVID positive special needs brother, Jesus. But uh, we went, you know, from a distance and the lady, you know, that's handling Well, there's a few people that are handling him. They had it. They're at a COVID specific house away from his regular house. Um, but it's good to know he's being taken care of, man. That peace of mind is huge. Um, so, but he's positive still. So we can't go see him yet, which is a bummer. And uh, I hope they're giving them walks and stuff and getting them sun. Because uh, they have a nice backyard there and a nice little neighborhood they can walk around. So all is well on that front. And got to spend a lot of time with the nieces and such. So now comes to the point of the episode where it is... Patrick Keene's Tweets of the Week. On Monday of last week, I tweeted, Georgia needs to vote its Ossoff. <laughs> it's Ossoff. O-S-S-O-F. Uh, He won, Ossoff won, and uh, now it's for the next two years, you got a Democratic House, Democratic Senate, and a Democrat in office, so two years, because now it's tied 50 senators to 50 senators, and uh, decisions will be made uh, then by the Vice President Kamala Harris, and this 10 days can't go fast enough, and I'd like to see him ousted, I wouldn't mind seeing Pence for a week, you know, Marty McFly survived 1955 for a week, Uh, I think Pence can survive as president for a week. Uh, Just to go down in history is like, you couldn't even finish your term impeached twice. Okay. Wow. On Tuesday, I tweeted, don't want to lose to Purdue on a Tuesday. Uh, Purdue was the other candidate. um, And that's a Bobby Knight quote. When he was going off yelling, there's a great clip of him yelling about losing to Purdue on a Monday at halftime. The great Indiana basketball coach is yelling, I don't want to lose to Purdue. You know how much I lose? I fucking hate losing to Purdue on a Monday. Which what's Monday got to do with it? Maybe that's not how he wants to start the week. Maybe Purdue wasn't a formidable threat. Maybe, you know, it's like we have bigger fish to fry later in the week and we're losing to Purdue on a Monday. Anyway, it's good. Two rants, La Sorda, rant, and then the Bobby Knight losing to Purdue rant. Check those out on YouTube. On Wednesday, I tweeted, I don't think we need to worry about aliens at this point. Why attack when you can just watch? When you can just watch Um, So that's great Okay On Thursday I tweeted I'll tell you After yesterday It looks like the English Won the Revolutionary War again You know Sometimes we think we won it With the whole uh, You know Winning it But uh, They have to be looking over Going thank God You know Thank God we lost that Jesus July 4th must be a great day For the English Okay on Friday I tweeted Just announced I have no show tonight I have no show tonight Isn't that great Um Because people are always plugging, like, just announce, I have all these shows, I have these lineups. Well, I have none. I will be going with Steve Byrne to uh, St. Louis, possibly, and Austin um, in February and March. And then on February 13th, we have a date at the Irvine Improv, socially distanced. I think that might even be outside. uh, So that'll be fun. Um, And then, uh, yeah, I'll plug the um, Austin dates. uh, March 20th weekend, I think, is in Austin. And then the first weekend of February, I think we're in St. Louis. Um, Okay, all over the place once again i don't know why you'd listen but i appreciate it and remember that we're all one people you know it, it's because it's getting to the point black lives matter that never should have needed to be a thing blm movement that we need to be reminded that black lives matter like what's next black people are gonna have to wear t-shirts that say i'm a human please please remember that i'm a human so let's adjust here 2021 let's clean it up america um the greatest country in the world yeah prove it let's do it come on together Thank you for listening. I hope you got something out of this. If you go to iFinancial Group and Todd Bodell, if you go see Todd Hesford at uh, Auto Collision, use my name. Use the hell out of it. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening. I hope you get something out of this. Thirty minutes never seem so long, huh? It's the only thirty-minute show where people are like, "Wow, where?" You know, I'd love more commercials. You know, we got we got chipped. Okay, keen on things uh, podcast keen of comedy on instagram twitter tiktok facebook youtube uh patrick keen mascots do all of it man get involved and we'll we'll get a uh uh, what's it called a patreon account going uh pretty soon here and uh, we'll have a good time all right have a good week thanks for listening to the the ramblings of a lunatic whether you agree or disagree uh i love you and uh discourse with each other we got to talk to each other man we got to talk to each other and not hold things personal. I love people from all sides. All right, take care.